This is the Defenders Podcast on TV Podcast Industries, and we're talking about She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, Episode 6, Just Jen. This is what we're going to do. You are going to be reimbursed for the Lake Lawn Mausoleum. Jazz funeral so chic. I love your stuff. Taylor, you are going to receive back pay for the two years that you quit your job to help Paul run a rare jade shop in Piedmont. Cheryl, cash money. You want it? You get it. Yeah. Amy. Yes. You are going to receive a sincere apology. With the meaningful eye contact. Oh, oh, thank you. Lasting at least 15 seconds. Oh. Okay? And remember, everyone, what's our mantra? Never again. Yes. <laughs> and I feel like that is it. Welcome back, fellow Defenders, to the Defenders podcast on TV Podcast Industries. We're up to episode six of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, entitled Just Jen. I'm one of your hosts, John. I'm your other host, Derek. Yes, welcome back. Good to be uh, getting up to speed uh, on the She-Hulk series now. And with Just Jen, we we get Just Jen, which is a nice little... uh, element here to this episode yeah given all the the struggles that jen has had with having to deal with this alter ego even though it's not something that dominates her life in the same way as the hulk Mm -hmm. as bruce banner it does affect her and dominate her life by having to sort of almost embrace it even though she doesn't want to in that sense yeah yeah, Um, but she is beginning to enjoy elements of it for sure yeah but yeah. this will be a spoiler-filled discussion mm-hmm. of episode six just jen yeah. and uh before we get into that just a quick little public service announcement for our listeners <laughs> and subscribers you can head on over to our website at tvpodcastindustries.com where if you haven't already subscribed you can subscribe on any good or evil podcast catcher of your choice mm-hmm. and of course we love to get your thoughts and feedback. So you can send us your emails to feedback at tvpodcastindustries.com. Yes. And uh, just in case you're wondering, I do think Chris is going to be back um, for the next episode. He's still away. Uh, he's away with work, unfortunately. We've uh, just come back from our holidays. Uh, Chris is still away uh, with work, but I think he's back for the next one. But for this time, it's he just us be. for Just Jen. Yes, just us for Just Jen. There Excellent stuff, Derek. You work that one out. Eventually. Excellent. Uh, Derek, let's get into then our spoiler-filled chat. Uh Uh, What are some of the episode details for episode six? Executive producers for the show, once again, are Kevin Foggy, Louis Desposito, (gasps) Victoria Alonso, Brad Winderbaum, Jessica Gao, and Kate Quaro. Jessica Gao, the showrunner of the show, the head writer. Uh, This episode was directed once again by Anu Valaya, who directed episode five, as we mentioned, on episode five. Uh, And this episode was written by Cara Brown, which is also her first episode of S.H.I.E.L.D. Excellent. Really giving some uh, first-time sort of full-on writers for the episodes uh, a chance to shine here. So yeah. really good. Loving I that. Also yeah. think they are confronting the internet head-on with each and every one of these episodes. They are all 
uh, going straight for the things that they know Marvel fans particularly will be talking about. Uh, you know, the episode last week ended with the reveal of the helmet of Daredevil. And what do they do? They bring in an inconvenient, self-contained wedding episode of the next episode. Uh, how inconvenient can you get whenever yeah, he's expecting I love that Daredevil fourth, to come along? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love that fourth wall break from, from Jen just on that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, really good. Um, so, yeah, love that. Absolutely. John, do you want to tell us what they gave us with your synopsis for She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, Episode 6, Just Jen. Sure. Jennifer Walters has been invited to her old friend Lulu's wedding, where she is to be a bridesmaid. It is a weekday wedding. These things always come along at inconvenient times. So Jen asks Mallory Book to resolve a multiple divorce case for Mr. Immortal, a superpowered man so afraid of commitment or even tension that he ends his life and his relationships at the drop of a hat. At the wedding, Jen has been banned from transforming into She-Hulk, but after being treated like a servant by the bride and challenged to a fight by Titania, she can't resist. The two battle until super-strong Titania slips on some ice and knocks out her veneers. As Jen connects with another wedding guest, Josh, Nikki and Mallory discover an online forum where members plot to rid the world of She-Hulk. Ooh, getting a bit serious at it the end of the episode. Really it really is, yeah. This this feels like it's a continuation of the um of the wrecking crew element here, mm-hmm. sort of moving in, just connecting these pieces that have been sort of just floating underneath the surface. Absolutely, with a commentary about another uh, website very similar to Intelligentsia. Um, <laughs> yes. Yes. Will we get on to our top three case points for this episode, John? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I think there's two big storylines here. Obviously, the wedding being one, um, and then the court case of Mr. Immortal, and then, as we mentioned, Intelligentsia being the kind of third case note. So where do you want to start? Let's start with the wedding. Case note number one, mm-hmm. uh, the wedding of Lulu. Yes, yes. Uh, an interesting um, wedding here, and... Uh, unsurprising moments but also some really horrible treatment of poor Jen Walters um finally getting opportunity to share with her friends her high school friends uh, how great she's done there you know remember the season started with her getting fired from her job uh, and becoming she-hulk and not being able to kind of deal with all that now a couple of weeks in now she has this great job at GLK and H and she's able to to be this standout character in She-Hulk. Everybody loves She-Hulk. She arrives there in this beautiful dress created by Luke uh, last week, This uh, the, the new designer. And instantly when she gets there, after getting fawned over a little bit by her high school friends, um, she's told that she can't be She-Hulk at the wedding. She has to be just Jen. Yes, uh, the, the bride, Lulu, doesn't want all the attention lost from her mm-hmm. by having the She-Hulk there. So I, I kind of get that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it, it's a, it's an interesting dynamic. Yes, Jen is a bridesmaid, but they've kind of lost touch and they aren't as close as maybe they were back in high school. Yeah. As you say, it seems a little distant where the bride, Lulu, asks, you know, what's Jen been up to? And, you know, Jen's there going, well, I've got this really good job um, with GLK and H. Yeah. Also, as you might have noticed, I... And now the She-Hulk and super-powered. (laughs) But ultimately, you know, Lulu's kind of, well, 
it's more about what's your relationship status yeah. like. You do know, you have a boy? Do you have a boy? Do you have a, exactly? Yeah. So it was kind of kind of interesting, and and I mean, ultimately, it, it slightly kind of undermined this rationale from Lulu, where you know, she doesn't want Jen going all shulky, mm-hmm. as Nikki would have it, um, yes. because Titania is also at the wedding here, another yes. big star, superpowered, who is certainly not hiding who she is yeah. uh, there, but she has come as a plus one of one of the groom's friends. Mm. So One of the minor guests. One of the minor uh, guests. I, I like the joke with Jen later on, wondering how the heck that person got a plus one and she didn't get a plus one to bring along to make this day a bit easier. I do wonder, did this idea for the episode start out as a high school reunion? And then they brought in the wedding thing to make it a bit more embarrassing and, and her, her having to wear these costumes effectively that bridesmaids have to wear. You know, I wonder did they, did they turn it into a wedding later on? Because it does feel like these are the trappings that you would have if you're going back to your high school where yeah. people were wondering about your life. It would feel like that would be also a great place to have Jen go back to and try and show everybody how great she is at She-Hulk. But if there's somebody in control of a wedding like the bride then you can have this story of somebody telling her she can't be She-Hulk at this particular setting. I wonder if that's how the story started out. Yeah, and I think the thing is as well, it's that immediate contrast from the previous episode where effectively Jennifer has just won a court case say that she is Mm She-Hulk. And almost there's been this kind of acceptance of Jen of this other side of her yeah you know and i mean even the sense that we get a swaggering up to the wedding and in the the new outfit that luke could produce a lovely flowing dress yeah and then suddenly being told you know she can't be like that and so it's back to jen and we see her here because of all these questions that yeah I'm just going to go for the extra measure in the drinks and just really, as you say, being treated pretty harshly by Lulu as well. A bit like a a bit of a dog's body. Um, I I know bridesmaids are there to help, but you say it to all of them. But it's not just her that she's treating like that. She has to ask Jen to start effectively clearing up all the dishes because... She's been so rude to the staff that mm-hmm. they've just walked out. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's not just directed at her. So, I mean, Lulu is slightly sort of maybe the pressure of the day has got to her or something mm-hmm. like that. But she, you can, t- you can sense that distance. You can sense that they're not close. But I think it really works because it's that contrast in some respects to the acknowledgement of her in yeah. the previous episode that she is also She-Hulk, not just Jennifer Walters. Yeah. And now she's being told, I just want you as Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Your own expectation is a very dangerous thing. Yes, so she's kind of deflated, really, here but um, it, it with everything one, going yeah. on. Yeah, but it is one of those odd ones. And I love, I love how early it's pointed out by Nikki here. Why is Jen at this wedding? It's a midweek wedding, which isn't convenient for her. She's got work on, but she wants to show off what she's become to her former schoolmates. That's part of it. But also, they used to be very close. She's still close with the family, uh, Lulu, the, the bride. And it, Nikki kind of goes, but why didn't you just say no? She goes, well, you can't say no to, to yeah. being asked to be a bridesmaid. And Nikki just goes, no, you just say no. That's what you do. If you don't want to put yourself into this kind of situation, don't do it. You don't have to do it. Um, and she is left as the dog's body. She Quite literally, she's left with 
our dog um, to walk up the aisle effectively. Um, and all the rest of the bridesmaids are treating her to what was it iron all the shirts of the guys who are playing Mario Kart and got them a bit sweaty so she needs to re-iron all of their shirts um yeah I, I, I that was the one thing I didn't quite understand mm. about this this felt like the stag do hen do yeah. sort of rolled in the day before to the wedding the day after mm-hmm. but I didn't get the sense that there was had been an overnight in a sense I, well yeah. other than later on when I think they then suddenly said it was a Friday or something like yeah, that yeah it started on a Wednesday I think yeah, uh, went so, through a Thursday and into a Friday but it's kind of like putting everything together yeah that's the stag and hen do uh, the wedding and then the afters all yeah, in the same location exactly yeah. so yeah that that's a new one on me mm. with it all being at the not you know, necessarily the day after. Yeah. Well, there's very few stag do's now happen the day before because um, risky stuff, I very guess. Very true, very true. But, um, yeah, that all being at the same location was mm. a, a new one on me. Uh, so I was just trying to figure that out, but that's just me, I guess. Yeah. Um, but at least then there was one person seemingly supportive of Jen and for who Jen is. Just Jen, mm-hmm. uh, which was Josh, or as Jen said, Joshua or Joshwinson, uh, which I really <laughs> quite liked, actually. I liked how that kind of flowed off the tongue of Tatiana Maslany, mm. uh, to be honest. Uh, really did enjoy that. And I just thought that the dynamic between these two was just actually really cute, you know, even just... When Josh saying, no, I, I didn't get a plus one either. I thought I would, you know make use of sitting on a bench next to, uh, you know, uh, an attractive fit lady who's eating candied peanuts, mm-hmm. you know, as Jen's stuffing her face with candied <laughs> peanuts. Um, really like that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we get that little moment, you know, that she, that he thinks she's, she's pretty great as Jen. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have to be She-Hulk. Um, but I, I love that, um, you know, Jen says, I just wanted to be She-Hulk to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Josh is like, well, I think Jen's pretty great yeah. as well. But he, but he also doesn't reject the idea, Jen, which again is the contrast between what we saw with uh, Hot Doctor in the last couple of episodes. Um, he wants to see what she looks like as She-Hulk and he's there supportive of her when we see the battle uh, later on. You see him smiling and happy in the back that she's able to do both, which is exactly what Jen's looking for, someone that would accept both sides of her life. Yeah, I like the sort of the, the cheeky sort of sort of nod and wink to Josh mm-hmm. as she's there with the pink of the bridesmaid dress uh-huh. as She-Hulk, as she's going after... Um, uh, Titania. Yeah. I mean, again, unfortunately, the cynic in me is like, oh no, is Josh really who he appears course, to be? Yeah. You know, is it too perfect? Um, so yeah, I'm well, hoping he's not connected in some way to the wrecking crew mm-hmm. or something to do with Titania, some kind of plant. Yeah. You know, but, uh, given that this, this wedding has been planted with <laughs> Titania yeah. by herself, um, which I loved how, that all came down as well where you know you kind of got that truth coming out is that titania you know i just wanted it not to be about you Mm -hmm. you know i told you i would this wouldn't be the end and here i am you know she wants to fight she wants to see her as she hulk and fighter she wants to embarrass her in front of everybody exactly yeah Yeah. um i actually really like the the fight sequence here with titania Mm. and certainly outside were 
you know, you see the power of Titania yes. that pushes Jen back and, and punches her back. But at the same time, it, it felt muted, slightly restrained because of the power that Jen has in, in She-Hulk there. You know, mm. it didn't seem... It, it looked like Titania could have punched Jen sort of out of the compound almost. You know, it, it felt mm-hmm. kind of slightly reserved and I felt that made sense for me um, yeah. because of the sort of power embedded within Jen yeah. as, as She-Hulk. It Although could... she wasn't in She-Hulk form, so I might be wrong there. But It could also have been Titania holding back. She says that she wants to fight against her when she's full-on green, so uh, maybe yeah. Titania was just showing her, I've got this power and now we're going to get down to yeah. it. Uh, some fun moments within this here as well, you know, with uh, Drunk Jen trying to transform into She-Hulk. I thought that was really good fun where it just pops off her shoes <laughs> basically and then uh, she goes, oh, just give me a second to concentrate and I might be able to transform into She-Hulk. thought that was quite fun. Um, the same fight- double was good as well. Really the Titania kind of going, this is pathetic, yeah. you know. Yeah, that was really that was really good fun. And then the fight itself, good, good battle between the two of them for a minute and then effectively... Titania is her own destruction. She uh, she knocks over all the ice onto the floor and then slips on it and cracks her veneers with My everybody veneers. taking photographs <laughs> of it and posting them to their 11 followers on Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love that. Um, you know, also and takes away the wedding cake because yes. this wedding sucks. It's like, okay, you know, I think Lulu would be pretty angry about mm-hmm. that. But then Lulu arrives. You think it's all going to kick off, but she's slightly... Um, uh, tipsy hmm. here and it's suddenly the best thing that She-Hulk is here at the wedding as this personality, this superhero. Mm-hmm. It's so a big fan. Quick big t- fan. quick turnaround. I like yeah. I did enjoy both when She-Hulk arrived and Lulu hugged her and then this hug um in the middle of the dance floor uh-huh. just because of the height difference. That's um, very fun. It, yes. it was just really well observed, I yep. think the embarrassing hug because ultimately Lulu is at chest height <laughs> rather mm-hmm. than you know normal height. If it was Lulu and Jen, I yep. just I just thought that was really well observed, um, and just the awkwardness around it. So I thought that was yep. like top notch, good fun, good fun. I uh, really hope that uh, that Josh isn't a bad guy. Yeah, uh, me I thought, too. I thought they were they were really fun together. Really, really like the and your parents gave you a good face as well. He's kind of going. I'm glad you noticed that. Uh, one other person I want to mention from the wedding uh, is DJ Chad with his own Hulk name now. Yes. The DJ in Cheddable Hulk, uh, which is just <laughs> fantastic. I think he even has a T-shirt of DJ in Cheddable Hulk on him. So, yeah. uh, so all the family, we have three members of the family now have Hulk names. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Loved. Really enjoyed how Ched has been sprinkled in mm. here. Yep. Um, and I think, I think that's been really good yep. to, to see. So I'm hoping that actually, you know, he, in some ways, it's almost like he is Jen's biggest advocate as she Hulk. Mm. You know, he wants to, use not her merchandise but you know he kind of at least he wants to use her be that entrepreneur i guess right. but i think it comes from a place of affection for her yeah in some ways i think it comes from a place of access to her well probably <laughs> yeah exactly but he's a cousin hey you know how they are Ex- well yeah i guess um <laughs> anything else for the wedding john no, I think uh, we can uh, process onto case note number two here, mm-hmm. which is the 
the other side of this story, and this is the divorce case of Mr. Immortal. Yes, an actual comic book character here, leader of the Great Lakes Avengers, um, interestingly, uh, but a guy who effectively can't die, or at least always comes back to life after he's been killed, um, which in the show used to great comedy effect because the point is he actually just doesn't like relationships or any kind of confrontation, it seems, uh, and uses this super ability that he has uh, to get out of all of these uh, situations. Interesting that we're getting lots of soups, lots of superheroes in L.A. here. Um, who we don't see origin stories for. Yes. Titania herself is a character that we don't know the origin story for. It was all very important at the beginning of the series to find out how Jen got her superpowers and became a She-Hulk, effectively. But Titania's been walking around with these superpowers, punching people and becoming an influencer. We now have this character of Mr. Immortal walking around, being able to come back to life, and we've never heard of him before either. So uh, so an interesting one, but I really liked this case. This is the one that Jen has to leave behind to go off to the wedding. So it's kind of like four divorces and a, and a, and a wedding, isn't it? <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. The, the other title exactly. for this episode? Maybe? I think as well with this, you know, it keeps... Mallory book in the frame here, but this time with Nikki. And I really enjoyed them working together. Mm-hmm. Again, you get more information about Mallory that she's been, um, she's been married for quite some time yep, and she has, chil- you know, yeah. she has children. Uh-huh. Um, and that she sees Nikki sort of unconventionally working her magic in order to work out effectively what everyone is going to get mm. uh, from the divorce proceedings with Mr. Immortal, because there is that moment when both Nikki and Mallory Book realize that, you know, he has effectively been using fake identities and using his mm-hmm. multiple deaths where he is then technically, in a legal sense, dead, so he can come back as someone else. I mean, yeah. we, you know, we hear his different names other than Mr. Immortal. I mean, he's there saying, well, Oh, I'm, I'm Craig Hollis, yes. you know, whereas, uh, all the, um, defendants here or all, all his previous wives and husbands are calling him different names throughout this. Mm-hmm. So I really, really kind of enjoys how Nikki and Mallory work together. I love that moment where Nikki works out what everyone is going to get, you know, that it's going to be a sincere apology with <laughs> eye contact for 10 seconds. Yep. You just want money. Uh, you will get your two years back pay. Mm-hmm. You will get your, your the money that you spent on the $10,000 jazz funeral mm-hmm. in New Orleans. And, uh, and then she finishes off with, and remember the mantra? Never again. Never again. Absolutely. <laughs> really. You yeah. know, it's a, that was really good comedy for me. Um, along with Mr. Immortal effectively jumping out of the window when, you know, in, he's getting increasing pressure from Nikki and Mallory about why he's doing this yeah. when they figure it out. And he's like, you guys are supposed to represent me, not moralize against me. Uh-huh. And it's like, no, no we, we represent you, yeah. but we can still, you know, we still have, have to advise you that what you've effectively done is they could be bringing criminal charges here. And so he just kind of like jumps out the window yeah. to really good timing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hilarious stuff. And I also like the commentary a little bit here on, on divorce because Mallory's trying to sort this out like a, like a lawyer would, where she goes, right, what's the assets? Let's divide them equally among 
uh, each of the victims here uh, effectively. But the victims are refusing. The, the, the people that are bringing this case forward are refusing, uh, particularly because one of them is saying, well, I was married to him for 18 years. Another one you know, was only with him for a few months. and But had a child with him. Yeah, but they're having an argument about that. Um, and the point here is when getting divorced, everybody has a different feeling about the relationship that yeah. they were in. Yeah. And that's what Nikki works out because she's really good at, at viewing people and seeing who people are. She's able to work out an, a, a way of equally splitting, getting every everybody something that they want. You know, yeah. the person that made everybody realize that this is what Craig Hollis, Mr. Immortal, is doing, the person that realized that. What she got out of it was a sincere apology with eventually 20 seconds of direct <laughs> eye contact. Um, but uh, but that's all she got. Like, everybody else got some form of payback or something that was meaningful to them out of this, which I thought was an interesting commentary, that it wasn't just everybody there to get as much money out of this guy as possible. Uh, he did seem to have a considerable amount. Like he was talking about, you know, the, the shares that he bought in Apple from 1981 yeah. and how much... How, how much money that would have meant to every single person in that room. Yeah, but exactly. that's not what everybody was there for. Yeah. But it, it was, yeah, it was a nice little uh, sort of side story here. Yeah. Again, just throwing a bit more uh, light onto Mallory book and also Nikki doing her thing, um, which I mm. really have enjoyed throughout yeah. the series. Definitely. So definitely Nikki, one of my, one of my favorite characters. Uh, I, I feel like that the setup at the start when uh, when Gemma was saying she was going out of town and leaving the uh, the case to Mallory book, um, there was a lot of excitement from Jen there. I wonder if she thought that Mallory was single and a possible partner for her. And then she finds out that Mallory's uh, been married for 11 years again, Mallory being a very secretive person that you don't know anything about. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 So uh, so that, I thought that was quite interesting. Uh, that's the, the other story, but that does lead in directly to the last case note, case, case note number three, uh, Intelligentsia and this uh, yes. website for bros who hate women basically yeah exactly well they come up they come across it in order to sort of determine this pattern of behavior um of mr immortal Mm -hmm. uh seeing that he is effectively killing himself to to divorce his partners but in in in, you know post wrap-up of the divorce case that they are both um they log in onto intelligentsia you know this kind of dark web type site it's not even dark web this is this is effectively trump's website is is what it is Uh, and see that you know on the there is cancelling the she hulk page Mm -hmm. and so they they get a login and account Mm -hmm. so that they can go through and it kind of increasingly becomes darker and darker about you know what you need to do to kill the Mm -hmm. she hulk um and even just before they log in you get the jurassic park Ha ha ha! Uh, yes, ha, you do. Ha, ha. Yes. Uh, which I was a nice little touch. Thought that was a good touch. Yeah. Thought that was a good touch. Yeah, and it is pretty dark. And and again, I mentioned this at the opening of the episode. It seems like they want to come out here and confront the exact kind of things that Marvel and Disney and and uh, Star Wars actors have come up against over the last few years. There is this this group of people who feel that these companies should be doing exactly what they want and not doing anything for anybody else in the world. We've been here supporting you. Therefore you should be making your shows for us and you should be delivering what we want to see and nobody else and continue to make those things until we're bored of them and can throw them away. And they're confronting it head on with this type of commentary, with this type of moment. This is exactly the kind of websites you can find very quick search of reviews of She-Hulk or, uh, or Miss Marvel or, 
the introduction of characters of color throughout uh, all of the movies and TV shows uh, that Marvel have done or, or Star Wars have done will quickly turn up these types of commentaries where people on the internet feel that they are able to just call for the death of somebody because they're an actor in a TV show that they didn't like. Um, awful stuff, but I like that they're confronting it head on. And again, this isn't about the response to She-Hulk. This is something that was written a couple of years yeah, ago absolutely. about the response they're getting to other major pop culture uh, standards out there. Um, and I, I also like there's a touch there. You mentioned some of the comments are kind of, you know, how do we cancel She-Hulk? And did you notice the number of different likes that you get? So that's a reference to how much this is getting traction. The, the number of likes on a modest post of I don't like She-Hulk is like three or four hundred when it's how do we kill her? It's two or three thousand people who've liked that post. Uh, Mallory takes the, sta- the stance that this is just people talking on the internet. It doesn't matter. Let's not trouble Jen with this. Yeah, but- why would you fill this stuff uh, mm-hmm. in her head? Exactly. But Nikki's going, well, I'm her friend. She needs to know. Uh, she needs to know there's a threat out there. Um, She-Hulk or Jen had said last episode, the great thing about being She-Hulk is she's able to take yeah. care of herself, right? This is the this is the big thing that's a benefit to her. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love how it transitioned into this kind of control center where you get this image on the computer saying, you know, we're up to with this plan, mm-hmm. uh, but from, uh, one of the users on Intelligentsia Hulk King. Yeah. Um, and you suddenly see these new syringes being prepared mm. with the old one that the wrecking crew had used. Uh, looking slightly more sturdy than yeah. usual syringe. So again, and, and the radioactive symbol on the outside of the box. And the radioactive well, yeah. symbol. So again, uh, th- this plan to somehow get the blood of um, of She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. Yes. The episode closes out there. So this is just again another little bit of a snippet here. So I expect that this um, will will form around. Nikki's warning to Jen of intelligentsia mm-hmm. uh, and seeing what comes up here. But there is a plan that is rumbling here so far, relatively unnoticed, unseen by the show, by not showing it, yeah. uh, but also certainly by uh, She-Hulk here. Absolutely. And once again, no post-credits sting or, or yes. end, credit, end credits tag, as they're calling them. I wonder again, is this because of this big ending of the episode exactly uh, so again just a little bit of danger here for jen walters and again to my cynicism potentially of josh let's hope he's not somehow involved in uh this plan mm. uh which would be a, a a real shame for for that relationship it would it would excellent stuff so derek do you defend episode six just jen I enjoyed this one. It's a fun episode. There's some good observed comedy here, uh, particularly about weddings and how uh, how some people are treated when they go to weddings, especially single women in the thirties, which is uh, which is Jen's uh, part of Jen's character here and how she's being treated by everybody around her. You know, um, I like that. I do wonder if it was supposed to be a, a, a reunion, a high school reunion, which would make more sense as to why more people were there and uh, and, and why Jen wanted to go off and show off who she is and, and where she's gotten to. But it still works. Um, it's still a fun episode. We're on our sixth episode of, of the nine for the season. Um, and I like there is... In the background of this comedy show, there are there is a build to something uh, in in the show and where, where it may be going in the future, that darker side of it. Um, but it's not the best episode of the season so far. I, I do think the second plot of Mr. Immortal was actually more fun uh, than the main uh, wedding plot. Um, but Tatiana Maslany 
in that main wedding plot actually worked really well. I think the one thing that that I didn't like about the wedding, I didn't understand why Lulu at the beginning was going, please don't upstage me, you can't possibly be She-Hulk. And then at the end, I know a little drunk, but at the end she was like, oh, I'm so glad you're here, I'm your biggest fan. Those two things just didn't make sense. No, just, just the connecting of the two of them. Please don't upstage me at a wedding. Oh, I'm actually your biggest fan. It just didn't make sense. Yeah, no, it, it, that didn't. You're right. Yeah. And and even with Titania then coming in, because for most people, Titania would upstage Lulu mm. as well. So, yeah, yeah it, it, it seemed a little badly constructed in in that sense and so you know to your point that it could have been a high school reunion Mm -hmm. that it could have been lulu being you know she's the princess the top girl Uh of that year but all and trying you know to assert that kind of dominance you know yeah the former prom prom queen that's the word even in later life but then at the end drunkenly acknowledging that well, actually, I'm your biggest fan, yeah. and and re- you know maybe her her true feelings coming out rather than trying to be on that top spot and worrying yeah. about it. So it it might be it might be as you say, yeah, yeah. I also thought it was a bit weird to have a wedding episode that didn't feature the wedding or the groom. We never met the groom in the entire well, episode, true. and he's just referred to as the groom a few times. Yeah. Uh, we never even hear his name, as far as I know. Um, yeah. So I, I just thought that was a bit odd. I did like it. It is funny. It is. They're only half an hour comedy episodes, effectively, to me, and I'm enjoying them as the, the sitcom they are. Uh, Drunk Jen dancing to Annie Lennox was uh, one of my favorite moments uh, of the season so far, but the episode itself uh, wasn't wasn't my favorite uh, overall. What, what about yourself, John? Do you defend this episode yeah. of She-Hulk? Yeah, I do. Um, I, I quite enjoyed this, to be honest. I, pre- I preferred it to the previous episode. Right. Uh, I give this four wedding fights out of five. I, I, I enjoyed having that confrontation you know that direct confrontation not with lawyers in between mm-hmm. not with being in public situations uh like we saw in the previous episode between she-hulk and and um titania mm-hmm. you know it, it came down to you're taking my limelight effectively and you know it, it played out and titania got her comeuppance here where her embarrassment was posted despite being on 11 people's profiles uh-huh. to to the internet. You know, I love Nikki and Mallory being together. I love that whole storyline of Mr. Immortal. And the, the darker aspects of here, I, I'm guessing, will begin to jump off into this third phase of this series, yeah. uh, being a bit more central to it. And mm. um, I think it needs to be, for sure, Um because otherwise it's just been a little bit too sporadic. Mm. Um, I think up to now, you know, even if just had that darker sense of this plan building mm. after each of the episodes from when, um, Jen had been, uh, attacked in, in the alleyway, it would have got the sense, even all the, even though there's all this comedy and light stuff happening, mm-hmm. um, in those episodes that there is this darker plan building and building and building that is really going to impact. Whereas it's just, we've had two elements here Mm. and not really known what's going on. And I don't mean that we understand the plan or who's involved, but just you get this sense of foreboding and brooding being developed in these other episodes. So I think they need to really kick into that um, for the, the last three um episodes of, of she hulk mm-hmm. i think um 
And I, I agree, some elements of Lulu didn't make sense here to me. But nonetheless, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the fight. I enjoyed the whole wedding situation that Jen has found uh, Joshuanson. Uh, I'm hoping that is a genuine thing and not linked to this plan. I loved the play with Intelligentsia and finding out, um, you know, this this page dedicated to She-Hulk. Um, and, you know, the, the, this, the start of this, the, the darker... Uh, kind of undertone to mm. this this series so um yeah for me four wedding fights out of five absolutely and we didn't even mention jonathan the dog uh who had to be resuscitated earlier on in the morning <laughs> and now has to walk jen down the aisle uh which was i thought a great funny moment as well that's it for our coverage of the episode overall i think we need to go to the legalese get a pint and sit our bar exam for this episode john what is the sixth question in our she hulk bar exam Pop Chris. Yes. Uh, question six. How many partners did Mr. Immortal marry and then divorce? Mm -hmm. I bet you're wondering why we didn't mention that in the episode, fellow defenders. That's the reason uh, there is a number uh, <laughs> mentioned in the episode. Uh, I think you probably count them around the table, but it is mentioned in the episode as well. But do you want to give the question one more time, John? Yes. How many partners did Mr. Immortal marry and then divorce? Good stuff. Sixth question of nine. Uh, said in the answer to all nine questions at the end of the season, you could be in with a chance to get your hands on some She-Hulk goodies. Uh, just email them to feedback at tvpodcastindustries.com. This episode of TV Podcast Industries is brought to you by our supporters over on Patreon, including Bob Phillips. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, thanks so much, Bob, for your support. Uh, and you can be like Dr. Bob Phillips as well by supporting us for a monthly amount over on patreon.com forward slash TV Podcast Industries. Mm -hmm. Or for a one-off amount, you can head on over to buymeacoffee.com forward slash TVPI. Uh, all um, support goes towards keeping the servers going, the website maintained, mm -hmm. and all the other associated costs of the podcast. But importantly, uh, you can also support us by subscribing to the podcast and sharing it with your friends, family, uh, and lawyer friends as well. Because remember, sharing the podcast is sharing the love. It is, uh, absolutely. Yes, it really is. Yeah. Uh, you can also support us by sending in your thoughts and feedback to uh, the podcast on all the episodes that we cover, including on She-Hulk, uh, you can send it into feedback at tvpodcastindustries.com or you can head on over to our Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash TV Podcast Industries. Absolutely. Over on our Facebook group, Heather Wallace has some thoughts about this episode. She says, anyone who thinks that's not an accurate depiction of wedding politics, let me tell you, I went to an interstate wedding, wasn't given the option of a plus one, and was put on the kids' table with the only two other single women present. Weddings are brutal. Despite that documentary-level realism, <laughs> I thought this wasn't a very strong episode. Definitely filler, as Jen said, but it did showcase Nikki's talents. So, points for that. <laughs> great great insight heather uh, um yes yes wedding politics do you invite aunties that you haven't seen in ages uh, what are the politics of weddings they're so tough aren't it they? really is yeah. tough yeah. a friend of mine had a wedding um where when he announced the date second cousins booked rooms in the hotel for the wedding the hotel only had 10 rooms available for everybody going to the wedding and it was second cousins who booked them before anybody else that was pretty awful too um so it's not always just the bride and groom there's so many people involved uh that can cause big disruptions to the wedding but uh but hopefully you've had other uh more fun weddings uh, after that one heather yes definitely hope you've had more fun weddings than than that one but uh 
Great comments. Uh, thanks for sending them in. Mm-hmm. Greg Schwam says, I like this one, but my biggest issue is similar to my complaints about WandaVision. Just too short. I think they do a good job packing everything into short episodes, but with a continuing storyline, it feels like the plot is barely getting started and then the episode's over. Also, give me back my tag, says Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. no, I'm, I'm missing the tags as well, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I just see why they moved them in because the tags seem to be just comedy uh, in the last couple of episodes, So, yeah. or the, the previous couple of episodes before they removed them, and now the tags are getting more serious as the plot is, is getting uh, is getting bigger. It's interesting, though, isn't it? These episodes are all half an hour and we get nine of them, whereas the other shows, they've been about 45 minutes and we get six of them. So overall, the timing is the same for the seasons, but half-hour episodes is about right for me for these because they're much more sitcom than the drama that we were seeing in the other shows that we had uh, out there from Marvel. So I understand the point, Greg, but uh, but I think that's kind of part of the show is that it's half an hour probably would be more difficult to stretch the humour out over a 45-minute episode. Yeah, probably. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Thanks, Greg. Um, Victor Von Doom says, Greetings, Defenders. Wow, I am still laughing at this episode. The wedding weekend took me back to my high school days. <laughs> I'd probably just remain in Hulk form regardless of the bride's request. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, Mr. Immortal was just as funny as he was as a Twi'lek in Book of Boba Fett. That's where we saw before. <laughs> yes. And Titania, not much of a challenge to Jen in this series, but she certainly was a threat in the comics. Looks like things are about to get serious next episode. Josh can't be for real. He must be a snare for Jennifer. My guess, Todd is behind the attempts to get Jen's blood and is also the leader's brother. The wedding fight was hilarious. Looks like Titania just dropped some followers. Excelsior, Victor Von Doom. I'm liking your theory there, uh, Victor, around uh, Todd being behind these attempts. The former date of uh, of Jen from last episode. And I'm really hoping that Josh is for real. Mm. Um, I'm just hoping that he's not just a snare for Jennifer. Uh, Yes, Mr. Immortal was absolutely uh, funny as anything. He was great, wasn't he? Yeah, Yeah, it really was. And I have to say, there's something about gnarly teeth, whether it's in comic book form or, as we see with Titania, as she loses her veneers, which we actually do see them being put back on again in the drawings of the end credits uh-huh. uh, by by her dentist. As she live, live streams them. As she Instagram live streams course. it as well. Yeah. So, uh, you know, really like all that interplay within these episodes. Um, so, yeah, thanks so much for the feedback, Victor. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Bob Phillips says, I loved this bottle episode of so much more than just Jen. Return to fourth wall cracking on subtle digs at the reality of weddings and divorces, and while awkwardly placed for the plot arc, may be intentionally placed to let Mr. Immortal showcase by Awareness Week. Mm. Did we really get the evil plot codename reveal as Hulk King? <laughs> the stretch wardrobe is magnificent. Josh is delightful, and Nikki got to show her superpowers mm-hmm. plus... Uh, yes, absolutely. I uh, could not agree with you more there. Uh, Dr. Bob? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nikki uh, does have the superpower to uh, to understand what everybody really needs in a situation. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's our wonderful Nikki. I don't, the code name for the evil plot was Hulk King. I think that's the person that set up the Cancel She-Hulk website because you see it as one of the usernames that's on there and then... That's okay, the notification yeah. that comes in, but uh, that could be the bad guy. Uh, it could be Hulk King uh, coming in. Uh, never know who that could be. 
Yeah. Could be anyone. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Dr. Bob. Yeah, thanks, Dr. Bob. Uh, Joe Herbert says, my least favorite episode. I feel like Tatiana Maslany is wasted in most of this. The humor just isn't landing for me. Overall, the plots are weak, which may be because the comedy is the focus, but I'm not finding the humor very funny. Humor is subjective, and I know some folks are enjoying it more. I guess it's also not enjoyable to wonder who's going to be mean to Jen this week. We really like Maslany, but seeing her in this hasn't been as fun as I thought it would be. That's a shame, Joe. Yeah, I, I, I do feel like this show is... Not aiming for the wide, broad audience. I think it's aiming for people that enjoy this type of this type of comedy and this type of humor. Uh, I'm really finding a lot of fun, and I must say, yeah, thanks, Joe. Um, yeah, I mean, for sure, I, I don't think all of this I'm necessarily um, laughing out loud at either. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I kind of like the the more slipstream digestibility of these shows compared to mm-hmm. something like um, you know a Marvel Netflix Daredevil or um a moon knight uh yeah. which equally are good I, I like that kind of um pick and mix a bit for, yeah. for myself uh sometimes i want superheroes but i don't necessarily want to be um too invested i, I, I like it to kind of flow a bit over me and i'm finding <laughs> this is doing that yeah. really well whilst ultimately introducing me to she hulk which i haven't really ever read before mm-hmm. so uh in that sense i found it really good from um, that perspective as well but i think i think you're right i think this is one of those things where either you're with it or it's just it you know it's fairly neutral and it's it's not really much uh for for yourself although yeah i am loving tatiana maslany i think she's doing a great job she's so much fun i've not seen her in this kind of comedy role before i've seen uh seen orphan black i've seen her there i think she's fantastic on that but i think this is getting her to stretch her comedy uh comedy out much more than i'd seen her before but hopefully it hits the mark uh, as the last couple of episodes start to come out joe but thanks for your thoughts yeah Uh, thanks joe john daniel says i thought this whole episode was spot on i'm beginning to realize I never got over my crush on Tatiana Maslany after Orphan Black ended. I can't be the only person who could have watched a 22-minute wedding dancing drinking montage with Annie Lennox as the soundtrack. Also, I have adored Patty Harrison ever since I saw them on Shrill. I laughed out loud when they appeared on screen as the glitter-bombing bride. I'm not a comic book scholar, but even I had heard of Mr. Immortal, and I really enjoyed the living in the world with mutants type storyline. Anyway, they did a fine job of making Jen even more endearing and propelling the plot with a pair of cliffhangers at the end of the episode. I don't remember to rate these episodes often, but this was a 4.5 veneers out of 5. <laughs> Excellent oh, you stuff, have to have half a veneer. That does, yes. uh, that does reference the smashed veneers. <laughs> Good stuff, John. And yes, I absolutely would watch anything soundtrack to 22 minutes of Vanny the Knox, to be honest. But, uh, but Tatiana Maslany drinking, dancing, uh, at the wedding was great fun with, uh, walking on broken glass in the background. That was great. Yeah, that was a great little montage for sure. Yeah, thanks, John. We also got an email in from Coffee and Vodka who says, Greetings, fellow divorced by death defenders. Whisper daredevil in my ear and trick me into attending a wedding. Who's trolling who here, Walters? This was probably the most sitcom of the episode so far, with the B story of Mr. Immortal's multiple divorce settlements much more entertaining than Jen's bridesmaid main story. No shade on Tatiana Maslany or the writers, this is just going to happen when you get David Pasquesi. Although, maybe just a little shade, Tatiana icing herself into defeat on Instagram so the fight can fit into the 22-minute runtime was better when Homelander did it this last season of The Boys. 
Still, it was nice to see Jen's inner conflict of wanting the She-Hulk's lifestyle while just being plain old Jen. And I can't help but wonder if she's being joshed by another guy literally out for her blood. The online threats have become dark. This and the new super syringe in possibly the leader or Mephisto's lab underline the show's subtext of everyone wanting her power but her very well. Also, anytime you can shoehorn Jed into a plot is good. Four wedding crashers, deathless divers and expectant exes out of five. Peace and take care. Coffee and vodka thanks coffee and vodka yeah david pescassi as uh, mr immortal was really really good as we talked about really enjoyed uh, his moments in the episode um i didn't even make the connection between tatiana taking herself out and homelander taking himself out uh, earlier on in the boys it's amazing uh, how much has happened this year that's uh, that is going out of my brain <laughs> maybe it's just holidays uh, that i've forgotten some of these things um Lots of thoughts that the leader could be coming into this show. Uh, it's very possible he is one of the uh, one of the Hulk's major villains and uh, definitely playing in that re- in that realm. So uh, you never know; we might be seeing the leader by the end of this season. That could be really interesting. Thanks, as always, for your thoughts, Coffee Vodka. Finally, uh, Michael Booth says intentionally, inconveniently placed wedding episodes in D's. Give me Matt Murdock already. <laughs> More chuckles than belly laughs, but this episode kept me smiling the whole way through. Titania is shaping up to be a whole lot of veneer, but no real substance. I hope she really comes out more, or do we have a Disney plot twist villain coming out of the woodwork? Interesting stuff. Mm, I I do still love the idea that we could have already seen the villain in the show, but they aren't presenting as a big bad villain. Like the idea that maybe it's Todd or... Hey, you never know. Mallory Book is keeping herself quite quiet in yes. this show, yeah. not revealing very much about herself. Maybe it's her husband. Maybe it's her. Maybe she's the villain of the show. You never, you never know uh, how these things are going to play out. But, uh, but hopefully we'll see more. Uh, I do understand that lots of people will be really disappointed this episode that we didn't see Matt Murdock uh, in here. I'm probably not disappointed because I know he's coming in the show. It's not like he's not going to be there. Uh, But I think everybody expected after that reveal at the end of episode five that we would see Matt Murdock front and center this episode. So I like that they confronted that with a big joke right at the beginning. Yes. Because it's a sitcom at the end of the day. Uh, Well, it is. And it'd be interesting to see because, you know, the the Daredevil helmet of his suit was Mm -hmm. there for pickup. So what is the reason for Matt Murdock being on the West Coast. You yeah. know, is it just to pick up the helmet or is he there because, you know, now we've got intelligentsia? Is it because it's um going after superheroes? Mm. He's a lawyer, but that's the thing. At night he can go after those that are above the law. So mm. is he somehow sort of investigating this network of people that are actively targeting um in the darker posts on this website uh effectively colleagues or other superheroes Mm. it's interesting isn't it i guess i guess we'll find out as the episodes go on maybe we'll see matt next week good stuff thanks so much everybody for your feedback at to feedback at tv podcast industries.com and over on our facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash tv podcast industries Yes, uh, thanks so much for joining us. We will be back with the She-Hulk podcast on TV Podcast Industries 
for episode seven next time. Absolutely. We're also covering Rings of Power. We have two episodes to catch up on for that. Uh, while we've been away, we're catching up on episode four and episode five. Uh, you'll find those in our main feed on TV Podcast Industries. Uh, we're also going to be closing out our coverage of The Sandman with two final episodes of that as well, episode 10 and episode 11 of Sandman. If you haven't been watching Sandman, uh, go check it out on Netflix. Uh, it's a great show to check out. Uh, very different from She-Hulk, it's her, uh, but it is a fantastic comic book story brought to life on Netflix. Yes. Thanks so much for joining us. Talk to you next time. Yeah, thanks so much, fellow Defenders, for joining us. As always, a pleasure. In the meantime, though, please keep watching, keep listening, and keep defending. Bye. Bye.